At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. A warmer bubble ball. Welcome to Bubble Las Vegas for the baseball betting show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. We've got a great podcast for you guys. In segment number two, we're going to get instant analysis on what we're going to be getting in the national title game on Monday with Justin Perry over at Chalk Quality Bets. We're going to recap a little bit of what we saw from Saturday, but want to get his thoughts on what is now set between San Diego State and UConn. It is an absolutely glorious national championship game, and we're going to get his thoughts on all of it. In the final segment, I will give you guys my initial analysis for the national title game as we hit some bank shots. I'll probably be doing pretty much a very similar analysis with regards to the podcast tomorrow. So in case we miss today's, you'll have it tomorrow and vice versa. So we've got you guys all covered there. And I might have a few changes there, maybe because I know that UConn did have a few illnesses that popped up, most notably to Jordan Hawkins. So that is something that I will be gauging. But mostly with regards to my handicapping for the year, the haze in the barn, we are going to be looking forward to the offseason. I do have a few offseason notes to share with you guys here in segment number one. We're also going to be recapping what we all saw from a terrific Final Four. And if you ever have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at gina underscore d1. Keep in mind, letters here. They mean does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire on whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Buy that five-star review. Did not get in any Twitter questions today, but we saw two whales of a game in the Final Four, and we saw a little off-season news. So let's dive into that, try to find some trends, and try to get to know these teams a little bit better. A game from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. The game many people thought was going to go under went over and vice versa as game number one saw quite a bit of scoring as San Diego State the only time they led during the second half was with the clock reading 0.072-71 our DK Nation write up was on Florida Atlantic money line feel like it was the right read and it just came up snake guys you can blame the rest personally I blame myself for not taking the two and a half need to provide a little bit of protection when it comes to bigger games like this because anything truly can happen so that is on me for that one but for Atlantic still a really good season you had Elijah Martin have a massive game 26 points seven rebounds 
For Florida Atlantic, though, the big thing was San Diego State won in terms of second chances. 12 offensive rebounds for San Diego State, 8 for Florida Atlantic. Free throw shooting was very nearly why San Diego State lost, by the way. 13 of 22 at the free throw line for San Diego State, including Jaden Ladee going 2 of 6 at the charity stripe, but he redeemed himself late with that big bucket with under a minute to go to set up a 2 for 1. Meanwhile, for Florida Atlantic, 16 of 21 at the free throw line. Matt Bradley, he went off for 21 points. Had 11 out of the team's first 14 points, then went silent for a while before picking it up once again in the second half. But the man that sent San Diego State to the national title game, Lamont Butler, many of you guys remember him for a less than terrific play out there in Maui. I would say that he has totally redeemed himself and then some. So San Diego State going to be battling UConn, who won. They covered very easily, 72-59 to the final. Neither team shot it great nor terribly from three-point range. For Miami, they go 7-20 from three-point range. UConn 9-26 from three. Nothing out of the ordinary there. But for Miami, inside the arc, they went 13-42. They did go 12-12 at the free throw line as you were able to have Jordan Miller and Isaiah Wong provide a combined 26 points. Miller did pull in 10 rebounds, but you tell that no Chad O'Meara just had a tough time dealing with all the size down low of UConn as Atama Sanogo. He truly did make things a go-go. He's doing this all while fasting for Ramadan. Well, the sun is up, by the way. 21 points, 2 blocks, 10 rebounds. He was absolutely magnificent. UConn did go 7-13 at the free throw line, but they were able to put it together. They were able to get it done, so you saw one favorite cover. You saw one underdog cover. You saw one over. You saw one under, so that is how we got to the national title game in the final segment. I'm going to give you guys my picks and analysis on the national title game as we do it. Some bank shots. want to share with you guys a little bit of offseason news before we get to our good friend Justin Perry, though, as we did see a couple guys decide that they are going to be entering their name in for the NBA draft. Tremont Mark, he's going to be entering into the transfer portal, and he is going to be declaring for the NBA draft. He was a very good player at Houston this last season as he missed a lot of last season due to injury. It was a case where he and Marcus Sasser both went down at the same time. It's nothing short of marvelous that they made the Elite Eight that season, but he, as a starter this year, 10 points, 5 boards, steal, really good defender, shot about 33% from 3 part range. He's going to be maintaining his eligibility, though. Kassan Wallace has expected he's as good as gone. As you see, all freshman performer, 4.3 assists, 11.5 points per contest. He shot right around 34.5% from 3 part range, so nothing unexpected on that front. You did see Jameer Nelson Jr., who was playing the last few seasons at Delaware, decide that he's going to be going to TCU, and he really stuffed the sat sheet this year. One of the best scorers in all of college basketball, 20 points six points, four and a half boards, two and a half assists. Now, not a great three-point shooter. That has been really a hallmark of TCU, a career 31.5% three-point shooter shot, 30.7% from three-point range this season, but he was also a CAA all-defensive player, so that is going to be massive for TCU moving forward. We've got a lot of guys that they're hearing offers, they're sort of taking visits, what have you. I'm not going to report upon that until we do see these guys actually decide on somewhere, because Really, at this point of the season, you're just hunting and gathering. I know that some of you guys play some very early features, but I mean, especially on some of these lesser schools, there's just really not a lot to be gained in just speculating like this. But we did see Dwayne Simpkins. He was an assistant over at George Mason. He is going to be taking the American Eagles job. No, he is not going to be folding up laundry or jeans or anything like that, but he was under the tutelage of 
Kim English the last few seasons. He's taking over for Mike Brandon, who he was let go after 10 seasons. I do think that he's going to be able to do a relatively solid job. I believe that he was also coaching slash helping out the Tosin program for quite a while. So you wish him absolutely nothing but the best. Lots of movement when it comes to the Patriot League. In terms of the coaching front, it seems like Monte Ross is going to be the new coach over at North Carolina A&T. He was the former head coach over at Delaware, and I know that he spent a little bit of time with the Temple coaching staff, so going to be interesting to see him get a second chance because while he was the head coach the first time around, it wasn't necessarily going so terrific for him over at Delaware as he got canned after the 2016 campaign. He had one good year where the team was able to pop off. They went 25-10, and 10, made the 2014 NCAA tournament, but last two years, 17-43, and 43, but has really built himself up as an assistant. He is very well-traveled with regards to the northeast part of the country, so he's heading a little bit further down south, so going to be very fascinating to see how he's going to be able to fare. We also did see a pair of other guys decide that they are going to be entering into the draft and they're going to be maintaining their eligibility, so we shall see what happens there with Charles Bediaco. He was Alabama's big man. And then we also did see Frankie Collins. First on Bediaco was a little bit more of a support guy for Alabama. Certainly never became some sort of a dominant force or anything like that. It was really Mr. Clowney that was at this year. But six half points, six boards, 1.8 blocks per contest. Very good eraser. So we're going to see what happens there. I fully expect him to be back for another year, and I think that that is probably going to be the case for Frankie Collins as well. Finally, was able to get some minutes after spending the 2021-22 season at Michigan, and he was solid for Arizona State. Nice on-ball defender, 4.3 assists, 4 boards, 9.5 points, shot 34% for 3. Really not cut out for the NBA at this point, though I remember he was like a top 50 recruit coming out of high school, so we will see what happens there. And then I was mentioning the fact that Mr. Noah Clowney was the dominant big man for Alabama, and guess what? He declared for the NBA draft as well. You sort of knew that he was going to be as good as gone as he was able to put up very nice numbers last year down low, supplying 9.8 points, 7.9 rebounds per contest. Also chipped in there darn near a block per contest as well. So lots of Alabama guys going into the NBA draft. And then we did see a few commitments as well as Josh Rivera. He was playing over at Lafayette, another team that they had a coaching change this offseason. He has decided that he is going to be going to Fordham. And this is a very good move for him. And this is going to be good for a Fordham program that has really been able to build themselves up. For Rivera as a six foot seven, little bit of a combo freshman. This last year shot 33% from three, 10 and a half points, five boards, part of one of the slowest teams in all of college basketball. So I do think that he's going to be able to take a nice bump. And then Chris Youngblood, he is going to be following his coach over to South Florida as Amir Abdul-Rahim. He was coaching at Kennesaw State this last year, took the job at South Florida, and his top scorer in Chris Youngblood, he is coming with him. Started every game this last season, 14.5 points, 4.7 boards, shot 41.5% for three-point range as a 6-4 rough-and-tumble guard. Really like this move for all involved. So that's what we all saw from a very rambunctious college basketball Saturday. Coming up next, let's get a preview of the national title game with one of the best in the business, Justin Perry over at Shot Quality Bets. He joins me next right here on Cuts Cuts with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the Family Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you ready to become a winning sports better? Schedule a call with SBIA to find out how their service can make you a long-term winning player. They've developed an innovative algorithm that maximizes units return, and they are so confident in their system that they offer a money-back guarantee. Sign up by October 31st and get their NBA package at no cost until they reach 10 net units. They treat sports betting like a business. So if you want to learn how to make your sports betting dreams a reality, visit them at SBIA1.com and check them out on social media at SBIA Sports. Welcome to Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Craig Apes Peters, and now part of the Beeson Family of Podcast. It is great to be joined by this man as Justin Perry. He does absolutely amazing work over at Shock Quality Bets, taking a look at the great game of college basketball. I know that he has been hard at work all year long, and that work is going to be coming to a little bit of a halt in terms of day to day when it comes to the national title game on Monday. But that said, I know that this guy is going to be doing a lot during the offseason, including taking a look at baseball with myself as well as Justin. Very hardworking man. He does it all 12 months out of the year, and he does many things also well. And you're able to follow him on Twitter at Justin Perry. Last name is spelled P-E-R-R-I. And then the number eight, Justin, always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Greg, it is always a pleasure to be here. Really excited to talk a little bit about the final, what we just saw on a awesome Saturday evening of hoops. I mean, what a finish for FAU. Heartbroken, but what a great season. My jaw has kind of just been on the floor for the entire second game after that happened. We finally get a March buzzer beater. Yes, we do. And what was your overall takeaways from both games that we got? Because I was sort of expecting a blowout in the UConn versus Miami game, and that delivered, and I thought that it was going to be a nip-and-tuck game between Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. That delivered as well, but I think the biggest thing that we were able to take away from everything that we saw on Saturday is just the back-and-forth nature of that Florida Atlantic game, and I know there were many people on both sides salty. If you were like myself and took Florida Atlantic on the money line, that was rough. If you laid like two, if you got an early one-and-a-half with San Diego State, 
didn't get there on that either. A lot of people a little frustrated with that one. Maybe not some of you know the sports book operators, but really, really tough result for a lot of people. But I think that's the beauty of it. This game was in the balance for a lot of the time. And I think what my biggest takeaway was that, you know, San Diego State continues to be this team, especially in the shot quality sense of, you know, they can go on a very strong defensive run at any minute and put themselves in positions to get that big 10-0 or 10-point differential run. Maybe not 10-0, but, you know, they had a really nice stretch with like, you know, seven minutes remaining until they got to like that under four minute timeout or so where they just forced FAU into taking less than optimal looks. It looked like things, you know, opened up pretty loose in Houston. Of course, the first half under flying over a lot of people I know were on that play as well. But I think what we're just seeing from the San Diego State team is that they're pretty open to letting the game kind of unfold how it will. In the beginning, they test their own offensive capabilities. They try to figure out what their opponent's doing. And then they really key in after the half and can force you into taking the shots you don't want to be taking. And that's where they can come back from a deficit or maybe put you away. I just think that UConn hasn't seen a defense like this, um, at least not recently. Of course, you know, some of the the wins that they've had in, in recent memory over teams like Gonzaga and now, you know, Miami are some offensive powerhouses. So that's a very interesting one for trying to consider the future handicap. And then with the most recent game with how Miami performed against UConn, you know, I think this was a spot where UConn was hitting some shots early in the game and Miami couldn't really buy a bucket. And that's just not a team in the Huskies that you can let that happen against. Like they were sold down the river the minute that they were like losing with like two of 12 shots made. It's just, you cannot open like that against the team. Like Connecticut, they are never going to let you back in the game. They have the rebounding ability. They have the shot making. You have to go toe to toe the entire way and hope you edge them out on some luck by a one or two point win. Like that is what San Diego State is going to have to hope for in order to cut down the nets. Like you're not going to beat this UConn team by eight to 10 points. You're going to beat them by a bucket and it's going to be because you hung tight the entire game. So Miami had some chances to make some runs. It got down to eight and UConn just quickly flipped it around and got some key rebounds and pushed it back to 12, 13 points where it kind of finished. That's kind of what I was expecting. Um, I thought Miami could do a little bit better. And I think if you replay that game, they probably do finish a lot closer to that five and a half five-point line. I don't think that we should really be overreacting to the Miami score being double digits, and I definitely don't think we should be overreacting to the Gonzaga score being like 30 because that was a historically bad performance. So I'm already kind of like ready to lean into the market, let the number get inflated on UConn, and take the value on San Diego State. Yep, and you mentioned the number likely getting inflated as Justin Perry. He's over at Shock Quality Bets. He's joining me on the podcast because we saw this open up at a lot of places at six with UConn being the favorite. And honestly, I thought six was a relatively fair line. I made my number five and a half. So at six, it would be like the slightest of slight plays for me. I'd be willing to take six, but I didn't bet it right away because we knew that people were going to be betting UConn on this one. And as we're recording this right now, Saturday night, 
It's anywhere between a seven to a seven and a half point line. What did you make it and what are you looking at in terms of sort of a buy point? I make this one four personally. I'm pretty high on the Aztecs. Shot quality. We did hypothetical matchup previews. We released them today and like had our numbers run on the matchups and on a neutral court. We're going to actually have this as a tie based on the quality of shots taken. And again, that's it kind of gets into some really nuance. And the thing is that this UConn team continues to outperform the quality of the shots that they're taking. And that's what it takes to go on an incredible run. We've seen it almost every year. Like it usually comes from teams that routinely defy shot quality because it's March and it takes exceptional things to advance. It's just the way it goes. So, you know, when people see a crazy SQ result, uh, I'm just like, well, what else do you expect in March? Like something crazy is going to have to happen. I think this UConn team really does have the chops to continue to just knock down shots at rates that put their opponents in positions to not like have to play catch up like Miami did tonight. The game state totally changes when you're, you're losing by 10 points early. UConn, you know, really puts their opponents in a test immediately. Uh, but yeah, I just see what San Diego State's been able to do coming back from, you know, deficits against anybody, never really being out, no matter how it looked on the scoreboard or felt their three point defense is just going to be able to create a stretch where they should be able to potentially close a second half deficit and make it a tight game. Yeah, I'm probably going to take the points and I'll probably have a sprinkle on the plus money. I mean, if it's getting to seven, I would assume the money line's looking like plus 200 or so already. It's getting to seven and a half in some spots. And in terms of the money line, I'm seeing plus 270. I'm even seeing as high as a plus 280 at DraftKings. So I don't disagree with you there. I'm probably not going to have the stones to pull the trigger on the money line, but I feel like we're in lockstep on this one. The number is getting quite a bit out of line, in my opinion. It's Justin Perry who does great work over at Chalk Quality Bets is joining me on the podcast. And Justin, I'm sure that you, much like me, are in agreement on this just because the game is bigger. Does that mean that this is a, well, it's the last college basketball game of the season, which means it's the last day for my bankroll. We should not be taking that mentality because there's football to bet on in the fall. There's baseball to bet on for the next seven months. There's more than enough opportunity. And heck, I mean, if you really don't bet anything other than college basketball, you don't want to be completely out of money when it comes to November. But that said, how do you gauge these sort of games? Because I do feel like with the NCAA tournament, with the Final Four, what have you, a lot of the line movement that we're seeing, it is a little bit more reactionary. Because typically when you see an opener come out, like San Diego State versus UConn, with UConn being about a six-point favorite, you don't see it spike a point and a half minutes after open like we've seen in this ordeal. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we're going to end up seeing San Diego State be a pretty massive need for a lot of sports books just because of how it has looked to the public, to the college basketball gamblers who don't really join us until we get to March, which again, there's no problem in that. I mean, that's how we all get our start. And then eventually you realize how awesome the sport is on every single night and you end up hanging out here with Greg like I do. But, you know, it's tough. I think that there is definitely a lot of reaction. And I think, you know, going against those narratives can be a very profitable thing. It's scary, honestly. But sometimes when you're like kind of scared and like, oh, my gosh, every single sign is pointing to UConn, like you can't back down from betting against that. You know, I think it's definitely going to be the sharp side. There's definitely going to be 
sharp people taking the money. I mean, I know UConn looks so good, and it's it's hard. It's hard to sit up here and watch these games and, and see how good the shot-making looks and, and say that, hey, this team is overperforming. But, you know, they are hitting more shots than I, I think it's fair to say that you would reasonably expect. So we saw it in a couple other games. We saw it with Miami tonight. The cows kind of came home with Miami, right? Like, they had been hitting a really high number of shots that were tough. They had won their past two games while taking less shot attempts than their opponents. Those two games were Houston and Texas. Imagine I told you that Miami was going to beat Houston and Texas with less shot attempts in those games. So tonight Miami took more shots and lost, and I just think that there's a real chance for the regression monster to kind of come home with what San Diego State forces in terms of shot quality and tough looks, especially late in the game where they have the depth to continue to press you. I'm really excited. This is going to be a matchup that I obviously dissect for the next 36 hours before even starting to feel comfortable. But gut reaction says that there's just too much value on any one side here for a championship game, regardless of how dominant one team has looked. I am right there with you. I do think that we are getting a good buy point here with San Diego State. UConn is rightfully a favorite, but I do feel like just because of what we last saw on Saturday, that this is getting a little bit overinflated as Justin Perry does great work over at Chalk Quality Bets is joining me on the podcast. And I always want to get just thoughts in terms of the environment of the Final Four, too, because as we know, this is a game that is being played at NRG Stadium. That is a football stadium. And we saw in the first game, darn near everything went down. You would have never known that it was in a arena which has a relatively bad shooter's eye, what have you. And then in the UConn versus Miami game, even though it went comfortably under, it's not like the three-point shooting was terrible. Miami went 7-20 from three. UConn went 9-26 from three. That's a combined about 34.7, 34.8-ish percent from three-point range, which that's about average in terms of college basketball. What did you make out of the three-point shooting that we saw on Saturday, and do you factor that in at all when it comes to the spread and or total? That's a really tough question. Yep. The shots obviously went down in that first game when everyone was expecting that San Diego State team to come out with the clamps. We've seen FAU be this elite shot-making and high-rate three-point shooting team. I was not very surprised to see that one start quickly. FAU was going to test it. They definitely hit some shots and got a little lucky to achieve that total going over, in my opinion. And I actually think that the median expectation would probably have come out to around the 61 points where the line kind of settled for the first half. I'm not really reacting to that game early too much. I do tend to think that unders in a championship game are the right way to play it. Had the under in the UConn game, I think that they, you know, put themselves in a good position to slow games down because they hit shots at an ungodly rate and also collect rebounds at an even more superior clip. So I just tend to think that they will be a defensively minded approach with the shot making to punish their opponents. So I'm definitely leaning under. I'm not really taking the sight lines too much into my handicap. 
If anything, it probably would color me to the over just a little bit because I think the market expectation is greater than my shading. And when it comes to this as well, I do think that there's probably been improvements out about with the sight line as well because I'm not sure how it was five years ago as compared to now, but it feels like shooting this year in more of those cavernous arenas, those rare times where you are in a football stadium, what have you. It feels like it's been a little bit better this year. So I do want to be taking that into account as well. And I'm sure that there's a lot that goes into that, just like there's a lot that goes into shot quality and shot quality bets. And Justin, you're the man behind it. You do absolutely tremendous work. I'm sure that you're going to be doing a lot of work during the off season. Like you said, your hands are going to be full the next 24 or so hours, taking a look at this national title game. And then for you, it's a lot of off-season work and a lot of baseball. So let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. For sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. It has been an awesome season, honestly, on this podcast. Greg, I really appreciate getting to come on and talk college hoops. We will be doing some professional hoops over at Shop Quality Bets, which I am actually very excited about. We've had really great early signals from our model that is kind of in a beta phase right now should be really getting the steam rolling for the playoffs. So be on the lookout for that. I'll be doing some baseball myself, posting a little bit here and there, hopefully talking a little bit about it too, but definitely follow shot quality bets because the stuff that we're trying to bring is this expected data point of view that gives you another vantage point on the games. It's not the end all be all. It's not going to tell you everything a hundred percent right, but it's going to give you a new barometer to check in how lucky teams are, what they should be doing in a median expectation for their personnel. If you simulate games thousands and thousands of times, we're just trying to bring that extra point of view to help get some clarity besides just being, you know, obedient to the box scores because box scores don't tell you the whole story. And sometimes you can't watch every single minute of the game and shot quality is there to help you optimize your decision based on the data with real time precise court location movement. It's really cool. I can go on forever, but definitely check us out at Shock Quality Bets and check out the website. There's some really great stuff there. We'll have great stuff for the whole rest of the NBA season two. And uh, really big thanks to Greg Peterson here for being such a friend to Shock Quality the whole season. And Justin, you are a friend to this podcast because every single time you join, you always lend great insights. And you're also a friend to the Baseball Betting Show. That's a podcast I do. Take a look at Baseball Day in and Day Out. I know that we're going to have you on that podcast along with the Greg Peterson experience to talk some baseball as well since you're an ace on that front as well. And you're a sharpshooter on this podcast. Justin, one of the best out there. Was great to be able to get his insights. So big thanks to Justin for joining me right here on Cusco Soups now part of the Vison Family Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got one game left. We've got Monday's national title game. I'm gonna give you guys my picks and analysis for that next as we hit some bank shots. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for Jessica Seeps with myself, Greg Eaps Peters, and now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. Always great to be joined by Justin Perry. He has joined me all throughout the season, done an amazing job of taking a look at this great game that we all know and love of college basketball, so... Always appreciate his time and his insights on this podcast. He has done it once again. And now it is that time of the podcast that I give you my initial look at this national title game. My side in total as of right now as we hit some bank shots. Most financial establishments close at a certain time, but not here. It is time for a side in total on every game on today's betting board bank shots. Really hard to go out of Las Vegas rotation order when there's only one game. 7-11, sub-12 on the board. UConn and San Diego State. San Diego State opens up as a six-point underdog with a total of 130.5. It is now, in most places, a 7.5. I'm seeing one straight 7, but mostly seeing 7.5 with UConn being the favorite. Between 131 and 132 is your total, and 
I do like this total over. I set it at a 133.5. San Diego State, they are a slower team, right around 260th in the country. In terms of total possessions per game, UConn more of a mid-tempo team, and both of these teams do rank in the top 20 nationally. In terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, but UConn is also a top 12 team. In terms of points scored on a per-possession basis, and if this game is as close as the bookmakers are thinking, they open this line up at 6, even if it's like a 7-8 point game with a minute remaining. If San Diego State is down 8 minutes with a minute remaining, you know what's happening. Fouls, and lots of them, so that does need to be factored in. This is a UConn team and a San Diego State bunch that they both did a relatively solid job of knocking down their threes on Saturday as well as UConn shot about 34.6% from three bar range. San Diego State shot 9 of 18 from three. I do expect a little bit of regression there, but Matt Bradley was finally able to return to form. 21 points, six boards in that final four win as he had put up a combined eight points and five rebounds the previous two games at San Diego State. They're one of the top three-point shooting defenses in all of college basketball, but I do think that they're going to be struggling quite a bit with Adama Sanogo. Makes things a go-go, 17.5 points, 7.5 boards. She's right around 35% from three-point range. And then Tristan Newton does a good job of being able to dish out the ball. Four and a half assists to 2.3 turnovers per game. Now, the one issue that you do have with UConn, they do get occasionally loose with the ball. Going into Saturday, turning the ball over 12.9 times per game. San Diego State, a little bit more sure-handed, 11.7 turnovers per game. And San Diego State does do a good job of rebounding by committee. Kashad Johnson, Jaden Ladee, Nathan Mensa all entered into Saturday with between 5 and 6 rebounds per game. And we saw offensive rebounds, really, in my opinion, be the difference maker in that game against Florida Atlantic. But now you have to go up against a UConn team that is number one in the country in terms of rebound rate away from home. I think that San Diego State holds in there. I certainly don't think that they win that battle, but... We have seen with UConn that they can get into a little bit of foul trouble. They can be a little bit too aggressive as Andre 3000 Jackson, he had just six points in the win that we saw on Saturday, and he's terrific. Six and a half points, six and a half boards, four and a half assists, a steal per game. He does a little bit of everything. Donovan Klingon down low. He's able to give you multiple blocks. And Alex Caravan, he's got size. He's able to pop some threes. But San Diego State, they've got a lot of guys that they just all around do a nice job. Like, you've got someone in Micah Parrish who's able to give you about 7 to 8 points per game. Shoots about 36% for three. Adam Seiko, he did not score in the Final Four game. But this is someone that has come up with some clutch shots throughout the season. He gives you 6 points. He's shooting north of 45%. From three-point range, you've got a San Diego State team that's not afraid to go about nine or ten deep, and that is what it takes to go up against this UConn team that has two of everything. I do think that UConn is going to be able to get the job done. Their defense has been stifling. They've given up 65 points or fewer in all five of their NCAA tournament wins for San Diego State prior to the game that we saw against Florida Atlantic. They had given up 64 points or fewer in nine straight affairs, but with the San Diego State team, they have also gone to at least 71 points and now three out of their last four games as well. So I do think that this total is just a tad too low. I set mine at a 133.5. I'm going to be looking at the over, and when it comes to San Diego State, I'm going to be taking the points with them. Not sure which one I'm going to be writing up for the DK Nation pick, whether that is going to be the side or the total. I will be deciding that in the AM, and I will be relaying that to you right here on this podcast Coast Coast Soups and if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast you're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcast Apple Podcasts Google Play Spotify Stitcher and TuneIn if you have a question comment segment idea what have you for this podcast you do have one of two ways we offer those in first one is my Twitter timeline at gnet underscore d1 keep in mind letters EM maybe it does not matter as per usual please send 
these into the timeline and the other ways via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Big thanks once again to Justin Perry for joining me, not just today, but all throughout the season. I will come at you guys once again tomorrow to get you guys set for a championship, and I'll be with you all throughout the offseason because when it comes to gauging 363 D1 teams, you can't take a break. And Final Fours and National Titles, they are won by the preparation put in prior to the season. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you once again tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.